Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Interview with DJ Nocturna. Please like, subscribe, and share. Um, my guest is acclaimed New Zealand-based artist, Eleanor Rayner, and her project, Robots in Love. Hi. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to, to have uh, another artist from New Zealand. I, I've been interviewing you know, artists from that part of the world more recently, which is, um, I'm really grateful for that. You know, it's good to switch around. I have people from England, Netherlands, all kinds of places. It's like going around the world. And it's so wonderful to have this forum to do this. For sure. Because I don't know what it would be if, if, if it didn't have Zoom or some kind of thing. You know, it would be like, oh, we'll be corresponding by phone or something like that, which is great. It is. <laughs> now, you know, I, first of all, I, I love Robots in Love. You know, that's uh, what a great name. You know, I, I always believe that anything with love attached to it, whether it's a sentence or a name of a, of a song or a name of a band, you know, it conquers all, right? I mean, yes. it's so powerful in that way. Yeah, a lot of my songs are about strong emotions. Yeah. They're made on computers, so that's why it's kind of Robots in Love. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that Robots in Love was formed with an Atari computer. Originally, yes. That was yeah. when I started in the 90s. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you that. So it must have been oh, way back when. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you must have some um, uh, fascination with robots. I do, yeah. Always like science fiction and anything, anything that makes you think outside the box. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're not by any chance an Aquarius, are you? No, I'm Aries. <laughs> You're Aries? Yes. Oh, okay. Pretty close. That's a lot of passion there. Yep. Yep. A lot of the starters and new beginnings of all, you know, fire starter. <laughs> so that, that's wonderful. Yeah. So um, uh, tell us about that. How did you come up with that name, Robots in Love? It is a great name. I had quite a few different names. Um, Sobriquet for a long time, but no one could pronounce it. And <laughs> yes. which was a good name. I even called myself I Forget for a while because I thought it would be funny for people to say, who did you go and see last night? And they'd say, I Forget. <laughs> but then I just thought I need a name that's really easy to understand and I came up with the idea of robots in love and I was in Europe at the time and they said that's a really good name for Europeans because they know the words robots and they know the word love they're two English words that are very well known yeah that's very true yep. yeah and um you you were named up and coming artist of the month by Rolling Stone magazine so I know you've, you've been doing so many different different um different bands and, you know, different artists, uh, like, like you mentioned. You, all, you were also in Snog, the Crystalline yep. Effect. Um, now, you're still in the band, right? The band is still, is still Snog. The Snog is still going, yes. Yeah, I've yeah. been in the band for 23 years. I know. It's pretty long. Got, but we only tour once a year, so we only see each other once a year. We get together and do mm -hmm. the new songs and then go out on the road. But, yeah, no, it's a great band. It's a lot of fun, actually. Snog. Yeah. And then you're also with a crystalline effect with a Pete Crane. Yes. Uh, and, yes. And that's still, that's still current as well. No, we haven't done anything for a long time. Okay. But um, we might again. Yeah. Now, the earlier days, you know, before this all happened, you were in a soul scraper. Yes. My, that was uh, the first band where I was exposed to electronic music. And, and that was so, in Melbourne. Yes. And that was, now, I, I know you moved to uh, Donadin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to mention that I pronounced that right. Okay. And that's in New Zealand. That's where you're currently right now. 
Yes. But prior to that, so you were born in, were you born and raised in, in Melbourne, Australia? Uh, just near Melbourne, yes. And so oh. I lived there most of my life. And it's a very musical city, as you know. I know, yeah. A lot of good bands come from Melbourne. Oh, yeah. And that was similar. Dunedin has a, more musicians per capita than anywhere else in New Zealand. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I read about that. Yeah, that's amazing. I, you know, there's a lot of things a lot of people may not know that. And yeah. I, I, was just, I was just talking with Peter Endall from Suburban Spell, and we were talking about Australia and how many amazing bands come from Australia that, you know, Crowded House and Midnight Oil and uh, ACDC. I mean, it just goes on. And, yeah. um, uh, and, and of course, him and you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, that, that's, uh, so why did you move to, to New Zealand? Well, I travelled around a lot, you know, I've been playing in bands for years and I've been everywhere. And I got here and I just found it was really creative, but in a real individual way. Everyone here is a little bit crazy, do their own thing. Yeah. Um, they do gigs in the weirdest places. Well, yeah, was, like where? Was girl, there was a girl who's, um, she's called Steph Animal and she does all retro music on synths and things. And she did her CD launch in the Opportunity Shop, in the second hand shop. She did a uh, launch there just because why not? Yeah, they all uh, be different, right? Dare, dare, dare to be different, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so when you were in Melbourne, I guess you 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 were born there and you were raised there, and that's where you started the band back in the nine in the early nineties, right? So, Robots in Love, you said that that name came came about early on in the nineties, right? No, that's my most recent name. Oh, okay, okay. Before that, I was called all sorts of other names. Yeah. Yeah. So your accent, would you say that's, that's an Australian accent? I think it's still Australian. How long have you been to New Zealand? How long have you been there so far? Uh, seven years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, so, so Robots in Love is your solo work. Yes. And, um, so this is kind of new, right? It was just yes. formed very yes. recently. So have you, done, have you done any live shows yet? Yes, um, okay. been playing quite a bit live and I've just got some new band members and we've done two shows together. Oh, great. So okay. Three others with me now. So it's kind of cool because I can either play by myself, or I can play with one of them or the whole, whole bunch, depending on where the show is. Right, right. And, um, and so I, I guess because, you know, we've been stuck. You know, I don't know how. I know New Zealand has been really strict with, uh, you know, people coming in and that kind of stuff. I mean, you guys were once early on had no COVID <laughs> cases. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So um, it must be good to finally play some live live shows. Sure is. And I, and I know prior to COVID, you guys, I mean, I, I saw a picture of you in um, the DNA Lounge. Is that in San Francisco? Yes. Oh, yeah. So that, that was, was a while ago, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. How do you keep up with all these bands? I mean, there's so many, and they're all good bands, as a matter of fact. And I also do a lot of collaborations. Yeah, you do you remix. Yeah. Yeah, so I just sort of work through it at a time. At the moment, I'm doing a remix for Icon, Australian uh-huh. band Icon. Yeah. So that'll be finished over the next day or two, and then I'll start something else. And I just keep going through it methodically, whatever needs to be do- done. Yeah, so I know one of, your, one of your most amazing songs, which I really, really like, I, you, you actually remixed that uh, song by, um, I might pronounce her name wrong. G- G- Jabi or 
Yeah. yeah, is that correct? Okay. Now, I, I know she wrote that song, Good Cocaine, and you remixed it, and you put a really great dance beat to it. Like, um, I mean, it would definitely get people on the dance floor, and I'm sure it has. Yes. I actually play it live in the band. I sing it, you know, as a, like oh, a cover. Yeah. And uh, it always goes off. It's the one that goes off. Yeah, it definitely does. It does have that beat. I was listening to the lyrics, and I can see how love is like an, it is like an addiction, Mm. In very many ways, right? When you don't see the person that you want to be with, you start getting like uh, all weirded out. <laughs> yeah, that's what drew me to the song. Like I, she put it up on one of the Facebook groups I'm in and said, oh, I'm looking for remixes. And I just listened to it and I thought, I love this. I love the sadness of it. It made me cry. But, you know, sitting home and listening to a sad song crying is okay. But being out on the dance floor and having something really emotional where you can pound your feet at the same time, just makes it much more powerful, I think. Yeah, it does. It really does. And that, the, the way you put those those beats in there, I mean, it has that dark. And it's, it's, they're powerful beats. I mean, they'll definitely get people up to the on the floor. And I'll definitely play it on my on one of my shows on the <laughs> dance floor. I think it's great. Yeah, I mean, it's always wonderful to have like a, a really powerful independent woman to come on the to interview. And just mm. to see all the kind of stuff you've been doing, because I know it's, it's been it's been tough for women in the it has you know, in many many years. You know, I, I know there are more women out there, more women songwriters, singers, producers. You know, like yourself, mm. who are doing really well. And uh, yeah, there's solo. You know, like Kate Bush, for example, or you know, who independently, you know, she does really really well. Um, mm. Kind of not really mainstream either, but she's still really good. Uh, do Do you feel like there's still something out there that's hindering women from being um, more musically creative? still um well when i first started there were hardly any women doing it in fact i was told i I wanted to put a song on a female compilation and they said to me but women don't do industrial music well that's crazy so it's gone from that to being more accepted but i still think women are not um we are different i feel we are different so recently i saw a thing bjork said you never see photos of women in their studios you see them on stage or whatever, but never in their studios. So she organised this thing for women producers to, to send in photos of themselves in the studios. And I was stunned because I've always had a really messy studio and sometimes you just sit on the floor and play something. And I saw photos of all these other women who were doing the same thing. Like the right. male studios all seem like they're sitting at a desk and they've got their gear and everything. But women just have stuff everywhere. And I think it's a different mentality. I know all the men I've worked with, they like to have a set time for rehearsal. They come in, they do their music, they go home. It's like a a job almost. Whereas women, they've always got other things on the go. So they'll be doing a bit of song and then they'll have to go out and do something else and then they'll have to go here and do this. And it's sort of more time is precious and so you do more with it. Yeah. So, yeah, I was amazed that things like that, I was so happy to see other women's studios with stuffed toys everywhere and, you know, <laughs> the washing in the corner, you know, it made, me feel, made me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially growing up in a, you so growing up in Australia, what, what was the scene like, you know, how, how is women um, looked, looked upon, you know, are, you know, like industrial artists like you in, in Australia? It was pretty hard at the time. Um, Australia can be very misogynistic. 
Mm. And um, I remember one of the very first shows I went to, there was a sign on the band room door that said, no women allowed. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Women were musicians, they were only groupies, you know. And there was a lot of of resentment. Mm -hmm. In a way, I felt good that I was kind of the first because I could make up the rules. So I just went into that band room and I just started knitting because I knit. And so they, you know, they didn't know what to do with that. I wasn't a typical industrial musician. Yeah. There are others, but they keep it quiet. (laughs) Well, I think it's wonderful. You know, I I, I know you mentioned it in one of your interviews and I read it something like um, you feel like being a lead vocalist, you, you should have the right, the ultimate say. You know, um, which, which I which I agree with. I agree as well, because, you know, when you sing a song, right, if somebody writes lyrics, it, it may not be you, somebody else in the band. And then they tell you, sing this one. I mean, if it doesn't resonate with you, it'd be kind of hard to sing. <laughs> right. And then if, if like if they tell you to sing something about like, um, you know, I know, uh, I don't know, supporting plastic bags or something like that. I mean, if you don't support plastic bags, you know, something like that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's like my band I've got now. They just say to me, you're the boss. So I'm the boss. So you, so you do most of the songwriting? Yes, I do. Oh, all the songwriting. Good. Yeah. yeah. You know, I wonder if some of the women artists out there don't do that. They just uh, sing and other people write and they just say, here, sing this. And I don't know if they can sing it with, uh, with passion. No, like I could never sing advertisements or anything like that. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't yeah. Like I, I mean, I, I know people go out there and they do like covers. Yeah. But if they, but they choose the cover, of course. You know they have to be passionate about the artist or the singer who wrote the original song. And um, yeah, I think it's so. I know you released um, the the latest one, "Good Cocaine," which is a remix by you. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have some other ones as well. You have the Ravens. Yes. And that one is about dementia. Yeah. 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 You know, a close relative of mine. Oh. Yeah, and I, you know, whenever anything happens to me, I write a song about it. Oh, okay, it's very why, yeah. I just have to get it all out. You know, like yeah. I don't, I don't dwell on things. The minute anything happens, I can just come in here and write a song, and then it's there, and then I can deal with it whenever I want. So all my songs are all really emotional, and they're all there. I've released, I don't know, hundred songs, something like that. But I can just, if I feel like I need something, I can go to that song. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Strength from it. There is a song, a crystalline effect song called Do Not Open. And the lines are, you know, do not open until you're okay to handle that much that you're going to take out from that box. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And then, and then they have another song called Wish. I, I, this is from Robots in Love, right? Yes. Wish. Yes. And that one, that's a song about inequality. Yeah, I think so. It says, um, you know, when you wish upon a star, it makes a hell of a difference who you are. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. we're sold this dream that we can be anything we want, but we can't. That's true. So Robots in Love, are you going to be um, releasing a, like a, a regular album? Yes, hopefully in September. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I've got some new stuff that's goth trap. Oh, okay. I didn't realise it was that. I did a, a show up in... Um, Wellington mm-hmm. and someone was saying to me oh what's your music like and this person next to me just said oh it's goth trap and I thought oh I've never thought of that but it is I've got all these big sort of dark 
slow beats and really low, low bass and then the sad lyrics on top. So I've written about five songs in that genre. So that's going to oh, be. Oh, okay. So it's going to be in the album. Do you have a, do you have a name for the album yet? No, or not yet. Not okay. Yet. Keep it, keep it secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It will come to me. Wow. Yeah, no, it's great. I think it's wonderful that you, uh, you, you're doing a solo because all the other ones were not, you, you, you partnered with somebody, right? On the other, on the other, um, uh, you collaborated with uh, one. Yeah, I do a mix of on my own and a mix with other people. It's about half and half. So yeah. my last album was called My Very Essence, and that was all me. But it had oh. a few guest, guest people on it. Yeah. Are, are you working with anybody in, in, the, in the new album? Uh, other collaborations in there? Like besides my books. Okay. I will do it on myself, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. And then um, I know you have some videos up as well. Um. I think you have you have a video. Let me see. I'm trying to remember which one that was. Which there one? is right. Uh, so you have some videos. Yeah, I usually do a video. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I I know there's a lot of great places to do videos there where you are. Yeah. So it's um. What is it like? You have to have the ideas though, and I'm not a very visual person. I'd rather just sort of create the music and then worry, mm-hmm. not worry about anything visual. Like if I go and see a band, sometimes I don't even look at them. I just close my eyes and just listen to the music. <laughs> so, but we are planning a new video. It's actually going to be kind of a fun video. Yeah. So uh, how did you collaborate with the, the other bands like Crystalline Effect? I mean, how did you meet up with these guys? And Yeah, well, Pete actually advertised for a singer. Oh. And he listed one of his influences as Snog. So I thought, oh, well, I probably like his music. So he sent me the song and I really loved it. It was our first song, Gabriel. I thought it was a gorgeous song. So I recorded the vocals and sent them back to him. Uh-huh. He sent me another one and then another one. So we did three songs actually before we met. Oh. So he was living in Sydney and I was in Melbourne. Oh, yeah, that, that's convenient. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, but, you know, I've done that a lot. I've done collaborations with people overseas. And I'm either usually the producer or the vocalist. I do a lot of producing for other vocalists. I've yeah. got a project called Human Confusion with a singer called Miriam, and her voice is just gorgeous. So I just do all the music and she does the vocals. Yeah. So are these like re- recent ones? Yeah, we're still oh, together. Okay. and oh, uh, okay. We're working on an album. So you've been busy with that. Yeah, yeah, that's great too. Like, but that's a different mindset. It's not writing the lyrics. She has written the lyrics, and then I just do the music. So, yeah, it's different. It's it's good to have a break from being from your own emotions. And yeah, just no, yeah, definitely. Hmm. You know, a big shout out to uh to U- UTM Music Group hmm. as well. You know, um, yeah. Uh, so if somebody wanted to reach out and uh, listen to your music, I know you're on Bandcamp. Yes, Bandcamp, um, Facebook, and YouTube. Yeah, especially with, the, with Robots in Love and um, Bandcamp. So just Robots in Love. And then your other bands are also on, on Bandcamp as well. Yeah. Yeah, and um, what was I going to say now? Um, I think so any live um, con- you know, concerts right now, just 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 in the just in New Zealand for now 
Uh, yes, but in September, snog is supporting Populate itself. Oh. So, yeah, in Melbourne and Sydney. So I'll be doing that. And then while I'm there, I'll do a lot of um, Robots in Love shows as well. You know, around oh, like in Melbourne? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. well, I, if I'm ever over there, I'll, I'll definitely, like, find out where you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, now, I, I know you have a dual citizenship. Yes. Yeah, that, that must be great. So you don't have to worry about, because I know it's a little difficult to get into Melbourne. I mean, I, I know you, I mean, you won't have a problem because you're, I mean, you, I'm sure you have, a, you've been Melbourne, you're born there, so it's easier. But it, it's, it's kind of hard to get in there for people like me. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's a li- little easier now, right? Yeah. And things will improve. Hopefully next year I'll do a lot more gigs because I want to get back to Europe and America and tour around again. You know, it's been weird not touring for the last couple of years yeah but have you been writing like uh you know is this where robots robots in love came 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 about because you you know we had the pandemic and you were stuck everybody was pretty much stuck at home and yeah so a lot of creativity and that's when we started up human confusion my other band oh yeah 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 I i like doing in the studio and then i like going out playing live and then coming back to the studio and then going out live is there is there any uh any any country in the in the world that you would like to go to and play? Oh, I haven't been to Norway. I'd love to go to Norway. Oh yeah, <laughs> but wow. I don't know what the scenes like there. Yeah, but yeah, just going back, especially to Eastern Europe, you know, where they, they really like this sort of music. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know you played everywhere. Because you know you you've done you you know I know you've uh, worked with. Uh, you know, reactor. I saw that. Um, in they Japan. were in, yeah. in Japan. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. And then you know, front front two four two and uh, Epog and Berserk and Clan of Zymlocks and all those great bands. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah big big festivals. Um, they're really good fun. Yeah, I had the big shows because I the sound is big. The sound I like to create is big. I love epic drums and epic synths. So mm-hmm. I need kind of in a bigger sort of stadium. So you play the keyboard and the guitar and you write, yeah. sing. Yeah. Oh, okay, wow. That's great. Yeah, I do it all. Um, just on the computer now, everything, you know. So growing up, were you, um, how, did you, how did you get into the music? Uh, how did you get into music when you were just growing up? Or- oh, when I was very young. My dad took me to see a band uh, and it was ACDC. And oh. the sound of that, you know, enormous guitars and things just went, oh, this is what I'm going to do. So he very kindly bought me a bass guitar mm. and, and I formed a band with three other girls, you know, we are 13 or something. And we started doing gigs straight away, you know. Every, every weekend we were playing somewhere and my dad would drive us there. Oh, and yeah. Um, I discovered electronic music, which is even more intense than rock you know, because you can put all the industrial sounds in there just to make it even harsher and even heavier and even more powerful. And so once I discovered electronics, I sort of never went back to playing rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ACDC, Australian band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're pretty pretty good. And they're funny as well, you know. I like that about them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then just uh, just the whole jamming part, you know, it's yeah, just um, the riffs. <laughs> wow, yeah. I mean, it's it's wonderful to have you on, on the show. Um, 
and uh, I'm looking forward to to your album when it comes out. Thank you. Uh, Robots in Love and Eleanor Rayner. So if you just tuned in, you know, or watching, please like, subscribe, and share um, on the YouTube and uh, also on my uh, podcast. Great. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, anything else you want to mention? No, I just have a listen to Good Cocaine, everyone. I think it's a beautiful song. Um, because someone else wrote the song, um, I'm trying to promote it more than what I normally would because, you know, I really love the song and it's, I think it should be listened to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you mean the Good Cocaine? Good Cocaine. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it, it definitely is. Yeah. It's a great song and it, it is a catchy beat as well. Thank you. I mean, you, you, I mean, you add that on to the beat as well. I mean, yeah. I can see people like, I mean, I, you know, I haven't really, I mean, a lot of us, we just starting to go out now, right? Yeah. And, uh, and this song came out, <clears throat> is it this year, right? Yes. So it's coming oh. out on all the streaming services tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I'm Bandcamp now, but it's on, coming out on Spotify and all that tomorrow. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing it on the dance floor and playing it on the yeah, dance floor. I love to hear it in a club, so because every time we play it, we're playing it live, and so I don't really know what it sounds like on the dance floor. So, Oh, um, yeah, I, I can imagine what it sounds like in the dance floor. Yeah. Um, what is the New Zealand scene like? The industrial um, goth scene. Mainly Wellington, in Wellington. Like, there's not much in Auckland. So, But we do have a really wonderful yearly three-day goth event called oh, Gathering. Really? Gathering Shadows, yeah. I played it the first one and it was fantastic. And so now it's an annual event. Three days, beautiful goth music and goth picnics. Oh, yeah. When does that normally take place? January. Oh, January. Yeah, with and, summer. And that, yeah. is that with like a bunch of, um, do they invite like artists from another place to come over and play? Or is it like local? Not yet, but they will once the board, now the borders are open. Oh, next okay. Are the borders open in New Zealand or, or yeah, is yeah. it open now? Okay. Just recently? Yep. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's good to yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been there. I would love to one day. It's yeah. beautiful. And the mountains. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. All right. Well, th thank you so much, um, Eleanor of Robots in Love. Thank, thank you. Fantastic. Thank you.